Talk About It Thursdays, brought to you by the Student Relief Team. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Talk About It Thursdays. So I think a lot of you have noticed how our podcasts have revolved around COVID relief and maintaining your mental health during quarantine. But today's episode's going to be a little different, and hopefully you can start applying it to your daily lives. So the topic that we're talking about today is something that I think needs a lot more coverage and a lot more exposure because it's just so important. And it's usually just dismissed as something that we should just be able to do or something that we innately have um, the knowledge to do. But I think that by providing you guys with a little more info on how to do it effectively, it'll just change the way we approach mental health as a whole. So today, we're going to be talking about how to be an effective ally to someone in your life or really anyone that is struggling with their mental health. If you have a friend struggling with depression or anxiety, you can use this as a way to be better equipped. So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, So these aren't really steps. They're more like tips. So take them as you as you need or as you might have to apply. Um, So starting off with kind of the most basic thing that I think being an effective ally means, it's being able to start a conversation if you notice something off or if you notice that your friend seems not exactly how they usually are. And the most effective way to really go about this is don't push, don't push it. Just tell them you're checking in or that you've noticed that they've been feeling a little down or haven't been acting like their normal selves. And just remind them that you're there and that you're concerned and that you're always open to have a conversation that may be uncomfortable or may not be as easy to talk about. It's always important to be the person to start a conversation because sometimes when you're feeling down, you don't really want to be the one who tells people or you may feel like you're burdening your friends. And so if you see your friends struggling, just start up a conversation. A lot of my friends, when I tell them this, they'll be like, well, what if, what if they don't want to talk about it? That's perfectly okay. That's all right. Sometimes we just want to sit with our emotions and we don't really want to discuss them. And so if they don't want to talk about it, Just ask them if there's any way to help. And if not, just let them know that you're there to sit in silence with them and just kind of feel their emotions out with them. A lot of stuff can be done just through silence, just through your silent support. And so that's really important as well. Tell them that, you know, if if you can't maybe understand what they're going through, you're still open to just listen. And a lot of the times, you know, one of my friends told me this, but it's important to listen for the purpose of listening rather than listening to respond. And what that essentially means is, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone, you usually might, well, I guess now you'll start catching yourself doing this, but sometimes someone will be saying something and you'll be thinking about what to say next or how you should respond rather than really taking in what it is that they're saying. And so in this case, it's important to really just sit there and listen. Um, Don't worry about what you want to respond with, because sometimes it's not about your response. It's just about you taking in 
um, whatever they're feeling and just really being there with your empathy. Um, yeah, I think that's one of those things that comes with time. It's something that you have to practice, but it's a, it's a really great way to open up that conversation and open up that, um, I guess, space for them to feel comfortable. In essence, you know, what it really is, is being able to reach out to them. It's going a step further and not just stopping at how are you, but rather asking how are you really? Like, how are you actually feeling? Because a lot of the times, you know, we'll say how are you and your classic response will be something like, I'm fine, I'm doing okay. And it's a little deeper than that. Um, and sometimes if you ask one more time, it might just make a difference. So I think that's really important. Something that kind of comes with the idea of having that conversation, though, is being mindful of the words that you choose to use. Um, that kind of rhymed there. <laughs> but yeah, being mindful with the language that you're using and the terminology. Um, you have to be very conscious about what you're saying, your word choice. Um, these things can make a huge difference because a lot of these words can be triggering. Um, for example, saying something like, oh, you're just being crazy. That's, it's not the best way to go about it. So always be careful and mindful about how you're talking to someone, the words that you're using. And again, this is one of those things that just takes time. It's something that you can't really learn overnight. It's something you just grow into and learn on your path and journey to throughout like um, being there for someone. So just a few more things. I'm just going to kind of put them out there, um, take them as they apply to your situation, but planning things that you can look forward to with someone in the future. So let's say you say, hey, um, in two weeks from now, let's do this or you want to do this. And an important thing that kind of comes with this is don't take it personally if these plans get canceled. You know, sometimes we're just not feeling like we want to do something. It's not because of the person that's involved, but it's more of just the feeling of not really wanting to do anything. And that's all right. And that's okay. And you just have to learn to kind of be gentle with those type of decisions and learn that it's not something that you have to take personally. So again, kind of going along with that, um, you know, what do you do if you don't really live close together? How do you plan things? Well, you can always do things online. I know COVID has taught us how to find ways to meet up with our friends online and do all these fun things and play all these games and, you know, do really anything online. Instead of going to the mall, you could perhaps shop online, you know, just share your screen and <laughs> be like, hey, this, this dress would look really cute on you or these shoes are really cute. And just shop together. That's also something you can do. And yeah, there's just a lot of activities, so many activities online that you can do together just to kind of show them that you're there, even if they might not be ready to have a conversation. Just being there um, as support is, I think, very, very, very important. <laughs> um, and another thing is to gently encourage therapy. So bring up, you know, bring up the idea of therapy, maybe help them see the benefits. And obviously, like I said before, you don't have to push it and you shouldn't be pushing it. But it's always, it's always a good idea to just kind of 
throw it out there and have it be, you know, an option that they know about at least. Um, that's always good. And now I'm just going to get into some reminders that maybe you can text your friends. You know, you can, you can text any of your friends, any of these really, and just make their day. So just like reminding them that you're proud of them, reminding them that you love them, reminding them that they're strong and that they have the ability to really do anything if they can set their mind to it. Really, a lot of these things are just, they're just so nice to get from someone else. Another thing that I have kind of seen people do, um, and I think it's really effective, is offering people your help or offering them to help you. Um, even if it's just running errands or cooking a meal together, just things that you would normally do alone or, you know, with your family. Do it with your friends or do it with someone, you know, that you really care about. And that itself is just, it just helps people feel involved. It helps them feel like they're important, like they matter. And it's just small things like that, that really help. Another thing is educating yourself and others on what you know about mental health. It's one thing to kind of approach a problem without kind of knowing anything about it. And it's another to go online, find a little more, find some resources, and kind of have a background on what you're talking about. So just, you know, even if you go online and search up some ways that you can be there for your friend or your loved one, you can find so many articles and so many, even Instagram posts. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of those recently. A lot of them will tell you how to be an effective ally or how to be just just be there for your friend and it really just helps to kind of reduce that stigma and that fear surrounding the topic of mental health um, just some quick things to end this off a lot of these conversations are hard to have and we find ourselves kind of jumping straight to problem solving instead of being attentive or instead of listening and like I said before it's important to listen it's always important to be there as a listener rather than someone who's like okay this is what you can do this is what you can do um, obviously that's amazing as well but take the time first to really listen to the problem and listen to listen instead of listening to respond um, I think that's just very, very important and needs to be stressed one more time. So I'm sorry for repeating it, but I think it's important. And, you know, the main part is really just supporting their recovery and supporting their journey. Like I said, don't rush it. It's, it's not something that you can rush. It's very subjective to the person. It's something that, you know, you each have your own journey and you each will find your own way through it. And it's, there's no set time, you know, in a month you'll be okay. In six months you'll be okay. No, it's kind of just, you are your own person and you don't need to rush this feeling and you don't need to rush going through your journey because it's your journey. And so just being there to support someone goes a long way. And kind of going along with the idea of um, not jumping straight to problem solving is asking when um, someone needs something instead of guessing. Ask them what they need, ask them when they need it. 
don't just go straight to kind of thinking on your own because a lot of the times what we think is right isn't and it may not come up come across as something that they wanted that way so um just kind of be mindful about what you're guessing lastly what i kind of want to leave you guys with is not to take anything personally like i said before in the you know canceling plans the idea is that these feelings that we feel often cause us to not really want to do anything or not really want to say anything and so don't take it personally try and try your best i know it's hard sometimes for you to think oh it can't possibly be the situation it's got to be me you know this person just doesn't like me doesn't trust me that's not what it is most likely it's just that they just don't feel comfortable yet sharing or they're not there yet and that's okay the point is that you're there to support them and you're there to go through their their journey with them and so it's okay if they maybe don't want to share something just don't take it personally it's it's all good and so that kind of brings me to the end of this episode i hope you guys found something that might help you or that might help a friend um and you found something that you can start applying to your daily lives um let us know if you guys have any questions you know feel free to dm us or send us an email um send me an email anything really and yeah thank you so much for tuning in um your support means everything to us and yeah let's make a change together even when we're apart that's it for me folks bye